0: day so far and um yes so I have a new episode that I wanted to do uh starting out with um some NBA talk so um obviously I watch all the NBA watch a lot of the games big Warriors fan uh just a big basketball fan in general as I as everyone knows if you listen to the podcast I played basketball in college so um you know I obviously have a lot of love for the game so I wanted to put this on your brain though. Um so Luca Doncic and John Morant are two of the uh more bigger stars in the NBA at this very moment. Now, um a lot of a lot of the a lot of the time, you know, you usually see Luka is getting a lot of the attention. Um he was also in M V P talks. Everybody was speaking about him. Um he's obviously one of the more premier players in the league. John Morant is also one of the bigger players in the league as well. But John Morant came off an injury uh, was a little hurt, banged up, but has gotten himself back together, and he looks just as good as he did before he uh he got injured. Now, the question that I want to give to you guys today: Who are you picking to run the point? I am a big uh big fan of both players, but. The player that I would love to see, uh, do more of, or probably I can literally watch all day just play basketball is John Morant. Um, obviously this guy has it all. Like he's a full package in my personal opinion. When it comes down to defense, when it comes down to being a playmaker, when it comes down to having a, a jump shot, um, obviously he drives in with much more ease, and that's his. That's more of his thing. But like you know, when you watch John Morant play, you you're literally looking at to me. I would say maybe a mix between Russell Westbrook, uh, the younger Russell Westbrook. And I I don't know. um, It's it's really hard to uh, to say who else I get. a I get a I get a mixture of Russell Westbrook and I get a mixture of maybe Penny Hardaway at some points. Like you know, I think his playmaking and the fact that he can jump so high and just um you know elevate and get those dunks that just looks so amazing. It's like his game he is just so good. Like I don't, <laughs> I'm I'm a big huge I'm a big fan of uh, John Morant and um you know I've always just wondered why he hasn't got as much MVP talks as Luka Doncic because I do feel as though Luka Doncic is a great player, but I also feel as though Luka it, it plays at a At a different type of level you know and and what I mean by that is you know James Harden at a time James Harden you know played in Houston he was a really good player but James Harden also has to shoot the ball 50 times to get 40 points you know what I'm saying you have players like Stephen Curry who shoot at a much high more efficient rate and so you know there's no you know there's really no shade I'm trying to give here I'm just really being honest about the way that they play Um, I think Luca might do a little more because I think Ja is more of a uh, complete point and I think he's more of a true point guard instead of being like kind of all over the place in a way because I, f- I look at Luca and I see point guard but I also see shooting guard and I also see shooting forward sometimes. I don't really know you know I feel like if a point guard came to play with uh, Dallas because at one point they had uh, Seth Curry who played point guard at with the Dallas Mavericks and I think Luka Doncic was able to play a little bit more on the outside as a shooting guard and maybe like as a shooting forward but now he's he's taking the role as just playing a point guard and it just looks very I don't know I don't know if he's a complete point guard and I don't know if it matches his game you know um back to Ja though like I said as I've watched Ja Morant I see more of a complete point guard and I see a player to me who should be an MVP talks for this season because his team has a second best record in the West, um, and Luca's team is number fifth in the West. Um, you know, like I said, he came off an injury, and, and he, you know, his his team still has the second best record in the West. Uh, I still am a firm believer that if he did not get hurt in that Western Conference. Um, I think the semifinal, if he did not get hurt, um, I do honestly believe that uh, the Warriors would have probably gotten beaten that year. And that was just last year. So, you know, they would have not won the championship if they would have gotten beat by Memphis. I do feel as though when... Ja hurt himself and was not able to come back after the injury. That literally put a hole into what Memphis could do because Ja Morant is a huge part of the Memphis offense and everything that they do, defense and everything. So that would that was obviously going to be hard for them to really come back from that. But um, do I feel like they could have done it? Possibly. But you, you're going to need a complete team to beat, you know, a stacked Warriors team, you know, with Steph Curry, uh, being the main guy, and then you got Jordan Poole, who was playing the way he's playing. you got clay, um you got all these good players, Andrew Wiggins, and everybody's bringing pro- productivity. So it's gonna be really hard for them to actually just, you know, go past you know a team with and also too a team that has um experience you know the Warriors are a very experienced team compared to a young team like Memphis with all those young guys like Dylan Brooks, John Morant and you know you have you know um you got guys like Steven Adams who've, who played but you know obviously it's just a younger team um and Bain and guys like that so basically you know it wasn't gonna happen but I do feel as though if they stay up the way that they're playing They are going to be probably the biggest threat to the Warriors when the playoffs start. And the Warriors, I still see them, (laughs) even though people may think that this is not up and, you know, this is wrong. I still see the Warriors going to the NBA Finals this year because I don't see another team in the West that can really compete with them outside of the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, like I said, the Memphis Grizzlies are the biggest threat to the Warriors. If they can stay up, stay healthy, a hundred percent, they are the team that I can hundred percent say would and possibly could beat the Warriors in the playoffs. Um, Steph Curry has been playing very well. Uh, Jordan Poole has been playing very well. Um, you know, I think Jordan Poole needs to get a little bit more under control with his ball handling things like that at the last minutes. But outside of that, these guys really can go in and possibly um get back to the NBA finals it's it's gonna be a hard task but you know they have to go past teams like the Mavericks they have to go past teams like Denver so it's gonna be a really hard task but again I feel like it is going to happen Seth Curry is still playing like <laughs> I mean, this guy is 35, still looking the way he did five years ago. I mean, it's it's he's looking like I mean, he's just looking better. And I I feel like if they're able to stay healthy, they're going to be a really tough team to beat. Clay Thompson is also getting back to old Clay. The way he's playing, he's getting back to old Clay. If you guys have watched any of those the Warriors games recently, within the past weeks months, you will see that Clay is getting back to who he once was. Um, and honestly, I think the only person that's still trying to get back after the injury is Andrew Wiggins. He obviously was hurt. And I, I'm hoping that James Wiseman works out with the Warriors because I honestly feel as though without his presence in the inside, they're going to have some trouble and they may have to go to free agency to get somebody, uh, you know, as a center, shooting forward whatever the case may be for the inside, because it's going to be really hard for Draymond to do that again by himself uh, this year, and I mean, you have Kavon Looney, but Kavon Looney also, uh, injury injury wise, sometimes he may, you know, he'll obviously, uh, he's not always one hundred percent. So again, you know, back to Ja and Luca. Like I said, I am picking uh Ja Morant over Luca any day, and you know, I've always I, I've said that already, and I feel like the face of the NBA is a guy like Ja Morant. I think. Like, we've got to, you know, we're obviously looking at who the NBA wants to push to be the face of the league, which is obviously Luka, but I don't think he's the face of the NBA. I think he's one of the faces, but I don't think he is the face of the NBA. Now, when I think of the face of the NBA, I think of guys like, obviously, still, to this day, always going to be LeBron, always going to be Steph, always going to be John ja Morant, even KD, of course. And then you have guys like Luka, then you got John ja Morant and, and, you know, down on Jason Tatum, guys like that. There's not a like. There's not a direct person that is the number one face of the league. Now, if we want to be honest, I feel like the face of the league has always been Steph Curry because I feel like he has such a clean cut record that nobody can touch, and it's still that way since he's gotten into the league. He's just been a clean cut guy. Outside of people not liking him and his team because they won championships, or LeBron fans who are still salty and upset <laughs> that you know they got beat by the Warriors years ago, whatever the case is, but obviously Steph Curry to me has always had the most clean cut effect as far as face of the league. You wanna talk about face of the league? Steph Curry is that. That's how I've always felt. You know, he's also not even just in the NBA and sports in general, he's one of the most biggest names in sports in general. So you can't really compete with that. You can't really say and his resume speaks for itself. So it's like, you know, yes, you have LeBron LeBron is exactly the same way, clean-cut image, but LeBron also has certain things that people call out, may say things about, whatever the case is. I think Steph Curry is very quiet. You don't really hear him talking a whole lot. He doesn't do much on social media. So it's like, you know, obviously he's more of a clean-cut image in my personal opinion, but that's just my opinion. Even though I feel like they both are very clean-cut, obviously, again, people have, you know, things that may be alarming, whatever the case is. I don't know. But all I'm saying is I do feel as though those are the faces of the leagues, uh, of the NBA. And um, it's going to be really hard to take any of those guys down anytime soon. As long as they are in the NBA, those are still going to be the faces of the league. Until they are out of the NBA and no longer there, those are the faces of the NBA. Period. That's just my opinion. Now, you know, as I said, I just want to leave you guys with that one, uh, you um, you know, type of question because i know a lot of people as like i said as myself i've been wondering why ja does not get put into the mvp conversation like a lot of players i think it's very uh interesting to see who they decide to put in these um these categories as you know um mvps and stuff like that but I, i ja for his team to for him to be coming off an injury and for his team to be number two in the west that's a pretty darn good thing right now you know so um you know, I'm 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 interested to understand, you know, maybe it would be different after the break. But yeah, um that's where we're at with this. So I wanna thank you.